You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. The book of Luke this morning. I just, I've got one verse I want to look at over there in Luke chapter number 12. I'm going to be preaching this morning on an interesting thought. I believe it's an interesting thought anyway. I guess you can be the judge of that. Sure is good to have our visitors here with us today. You know, whoever thought that mask would become such a staple of our culture? Uh, you know, many, many that I speak to are surprised, you know, when I'll, for one thing, people are surprised when I tell them that we've been having service for months now, uh, you know, and one of the first things they'll ask me is, well, do we have to wear a mask? Do you have to wear a mask? And I always say, there's no mask required. Now, if someone chooses to wear a mask, I, of course, you know, that, that's just, that's fine. That's all well and good, but we do not require masks. And so I want to preach today about no mask required. Now, just in case you think I'm going to be preaching all about the surgical face mask today, I am not. That's about probably about all I'll say about that, because I'll tell you that uh, the, the thought of no mask required, I believe that there's another type of mask that people wear this morning uh, that really needs to be addressed. There is a mask, no doubt, that some of us in here to, today may have on, listening may have a mask on, and I want to encourage you to take that mask off. There's no mask required. There's no mask required at Elk Point Baptist Church. There's no mask required when it comes to our relationship with God. In fact, the mask that I'm talking about is an invisible mask. A mask that's designed to fool others into assuming, for instance, that is going well and I'm in control of my life. When in all reality, that may not be the case. But uh, what's the, the, there's the old song about put on the happy face, you know. And I, not, not that there's not some good advice involved in that, but the problem is, is when we begin to put on masks, when we begin to put on masks to hide our anger, we wear masks to hide our frustration, our worry, our guilt, our shame. You ever put on masks like that? See, I know I'm not the only one today. There are so many people out there wearing masks trying to hide their hurt trying to hide their pain, trying to hide guilt, feelings of worthlessness, or feelings of depression and emptiness. Some people have addictions today that they're trying to hide behind a mask. Some addictions are harder to hide than others. Some have issues, and rather than address these issues, we just try to cover these issues. But I've got good news for you today. You don't have to wear a mask. There's no mask required. In fact, it's important that we don't wear a mask. Now, uh, you think about uh, a mask today. I think one may wear a mask. Uh, now, again, remember, I'm off of the surgical mask uh, this morning or off of whatever you may choose to put on your face. Uh, I'm glad it's Halloween because I've been dying to get some real freaky mask to wear when I go into Walmart or something like that. Uh, but 
uh, I, I digress to say um, that one of the reasons that people would move Think about a, a, a masquerade party or something, you know, a costume party or something like that. One reason that people wear a mask is to hide their true identity. This is one of the reasons that we shouldn't wear a mask. People wear a mask to hide their true identity. I remember, you know, back when I was on uh, October 31st and Halloween, and, and I used to really love Halloween as a kid. And I, it wasn't that I was out, you know, like my ancient Druid forefathers looking for somebody to kill or, or anything. I just was going out getting candy. And I like, enjoyed dressing up and just all the different things and especially the candy. Now, I don't know about you, but some of you that are my age or maybe older, you'll remember some, the masks that we used to have. Some of them were hilarious. Mask, and they had that rubber, band, that little rubber strap around back that would like try to pull your hair or, or pop you know and all this stuff just so cheap it wouldn't line up with your eyes and nose is the most awkward thing um, but uh, you know you, you think about that you'd go to store and one of the things that kids like and even neighbors may even play on sometimes is they may go to somebody's house and maybe that person and maybe it's a neighbor maybe it's a family member and they come and they say well guess who I am and they're not able to recognize who they are because their identity is hidden one of the reasons we wear a mask is to hide our identity. And I used to really enjoy it as a kid. I used to uh, enjoy the candy, if nothing else. See, for many kids, the fun part of wearing a mask has been able to fool people. And there's something thrilling about being behind the mask. But sometimes we wear a mask to hide our true identity. Another reason we wear a mask is that we can assume another identity. So we hide our true identity and we're able to assume another idea, another identity. Perhaps a Star Wars character. Uh, honestly, though, I gotta tell you, and just if you'll allow me to uh, make this message about my issues just for a moment, I never, I don't think I ever had a costume that I was really proud of. I was normally a ghost. Anybody know why I was a ghost? Because it was cheap, and mom could just throw a sheet over me. Be a ghost. And I remember sometimes I'd get a, I'd, I'd actually, I remember one time I got this Star Wars mask, but I didn't think about the rest of what I was going to wear. I just had this mask, and mom's like, just put a sheet on and cut a hole in the top of it, you know, and you can be a, this, this Star Wars character ghost. Man, I tell you, I'm still scarred about this uh, to this day. Um, I, I don't think I had a cool costume uh there was maybe the one time when i was a teenager i made my own costume it was easy enough to make and i was i tried to i dressed up to la um so that was kind of fun uh, i guess i was proud of that one but the point is is not only do you hide your identity you assume another identity uh you know so when we're looking for a mask that's going to hide our hurt hide our sin, hide our pain, hide our frustration. We usually look for a mask that will cause others to think what a wonderful person we are uh, because we're certain that they would never think anything, that they'd never want anything to do with us if they saw us without this mask. We live with the pressure of having to look like and we want people to think that we have it all together. 
I mean, you know, it's almost like I think about Facebook and things like that, social media, the things that people put out sometimes. You know, it's like we want to portray the perfect marriage and the perfect homes uh, oftentimes. People are worried about wearing a mask. People want people everything is just perfect. And people come to church, and this is one of the things that where I this message about people coming to church. Do you require a mask at church? No, we discourage masks in this sense. Amen. Uh, we, we discourage these types of masks. Why? Because, man, there's people that come to church and feel like they've got to act together. They feel like they can't be open. They feel like they can't be honest. They feel like they cannot be vulnerable. And that's why there's a lot of hypocrisy that can come in to churches. But I want to say, by God's grace, at Elk Point Baptist Church, there's no mask required. No mask required. When it comes to God, there's no mask required. God's going to love you just like you are. Now, here's the good thing about God. He will love you just like you are, and He will take you just like you are. Thank God, aren't you glad He loves us too much to leave us that way? But we can't get that head of trying to pretend. See, we don't become what we desire to be by pretending to be what it is that we want to be or what we believe God wants to be. We, that takes place from a change taking place in our hearts and lives. See, in, in ancient Greece, there was uh, times in their outdoor performances and plays that a single actor would play several different roles in a play. And what he would do, or he or she would do, is that they would go up on the stage and they would wear a mask. And they would put on a mask for this character and they would disguise their voices in some sort of way. Then they'd go backstage and they'd put on a different mask. But it was the same person. They just were wearing a different mask and they were using a different voice or a different manner of speaking. And does anybody want to know what they're called? Hypocrites, that's right. Hypocrites. Uh, so originally it wasn't meant as a negative term, a hypocrite, that word comes from an actor. It comes from somebody that would put on a mask and pretend to be someone that they are not. Now, before you get real defensive and say, wait a second, because we hear the term hypocrite, we can get real defensive, but I, it, you don't need to get defensive today. See, my thoughts, there's many things that rush to our minds when we hear that word, but please, listen, uh, the fact, I'm just trying to point out the fact that in the true sense of the word, if we're wearing a mask today, pretending to be someone we're not, in other words, hiding who we really are, or trying to assume another identity, that's a hypocritical way to live. See, people wear masks for, I believe, some other reasons as we think about why they want to hide their identity, why they want to assume another identity. Sometimes people may want to do it to persuade you. They persuade. And this is a mask you got to be careful for or careful of. You got to be on guard for people that will put on a mask and try to persuade you perhaps to do something that you ought not do. Um, you know, we warn about this with young people, you know, walk not in the counsel of the ungodly and so forth. Those that would per try to persuade uh, girls or boys to do something they ought not do, they're doing, they put on a mask, they act like they're your friend, they act like they have your best interest at heart. But so there's those who would wear a mask to persuade. But there are many and most that wear a mask, as I've already said, to pretend. To pretend. See, people live in fear constantly with this thought, what if people knew what I was really like? Someone once said that some people would rather die 
then people know who they really are. A mask. There's a fear. But see, here's the thing about wearing a mask. A mask is war. We hide our identity or we try to assume another identity, again, out of fear. But folks, the good thing about not wearing a mask and learning to take that mask off is the Bible says in 1 John chapter 4 that perfect love casteth out fear. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but I just want to say today that there is something very freeing in just being able to be who you are. There's something very freeing in just being able to admit, this is who I am. These are my struggles. These are my burdens. These are my frustrations. This is what I'm going through right now. And I'm getting way ahead of myself, but I just want to go ahead and get this out there to you. That comes in love. That comes in the love of God. Because here's the thing. Once I know that there's a God in heaven that loves me in His grace for who I am, now again, we're not excusing sin here. We're getting help with our sin. But when I realize there's a God in heaven that will forgive me of my sin, that will take me as I am, what does it really matter with other people? People may not like me. Well, that's okay. Uh, I, I wish you liked me, I suppose, but God likes me. He accepts me. Well, what if people knew about my weaknesses? And, and if, you know, if you've heard me preach any time at all, you know that I will, uh, I, I, I don't mind sharing some of my weaknesses. I don't mind telling you some of the strength things I struggle with. But I'm going to tell you this uh, right at the onset of things. When I'm talking about hiding a mask, you may be hiding addictions. You may be hiding things. You may be covering things up that you're trying to keep hidden from everyone else. You need to get some help with those things. But I will say this, all of those things are suitable for you to stand up in front of this congregation today and, 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 and be open about. But I want to encourage you, find someone you can be open with. The people that struggle, for instance, with pornography... And the addiction when it comes to that, or even just the, 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 you know, a little bit of trying to piddle in it here and there. There's not too many people in church that want to go up to somebody else in church and say, hey, will you pray for me? I struggle with pornography. Not too many people want to say that. What will people think? There's a, there's a very good chance that the person is going to say, believe me, I understand. I've been there. I've been there. Or they may even say, you too. You too. But the point of the mat, the point of, that I'm trying to make is this. Whatever it is that you're trying to hide, it may not be something you want to get up and tell everybody right now today, but it may be something you may, I, I promise you, you need to find somebody you can be open with. You need to find somebody that you can quit hiding your secrets behind. Because I'm telling you, the devil works in that darkness. And so, uh, listen, be, be, be open, be transparent. What are people going to think? It doesn't really matter that much people think, okay? It matters what God does because here's the problem with, with those that are so worried about what people are thinking. They don't realize that basically there's two types of people in this world. There's people that are wearing masks all the time and those aren't. And when you're trying to, you're, you're looking around being like, man, I better be like these people. They may just be wearing masks. 
There's nobody perfect. There's nobody sinless. There's nobody that really has it all together. I mean, man, I've been blessed and I've got a good marriage. We don't have a perfect marriage. Why? Because it's made up of two people. That's problems, man. We don't have the perfect church. Why? Because our church has people in it. <laughs> Amen? I mean, and so, listen, one of the things that, that I, I just want to tell you, man, we say it a lot of times right here, you can be real, you can be yourself, and that does not mean, again, it does not mean, because I've said that before and people got the wrong idea. Man, be real, be yourself. Okay, well, I'm foul mouth, filthy mouth, love tell dirty jokes, I'm just going to be real. No, that's not what I'm saying. Be real that you have that issue, uh, but, uh, but don't be real as in raw and I'm going to be in here and be offensive and inappropriate and everything. That's not what we're talking about. Pretending. Perfect love casteth out fear. See, people wear masks to pretend and protect. There's people that have been hurt. There's people that have been broken. And I'm telling you, rather than address those issues of pain and, and the different things they faced. Some of you going all the way back to when you were a child, you just try to put on a mask and act like as if it's never happened. And you don't address it and you, and, and you don't at least open up with the pain that it's caused so that you might get some help about it. You just think it's better just to put a mask on it, just to cover it up. Uh, I, I, I think about this. I think about people that have been abused. In, in different ways. You want to know something? There's a power in admitting and finally saying, I was abused. I was abused. Uh, I, I remember uh, years ago that, that, uh, that, that, that I had hidden, you know, as a child, being uh, abused, sexually abused as a child by a neighbor. Something that I hid for years. And I remember we, my wife and I just happened to watch program and man it brought those things back to my mind and I'm just laying in bed that night and I could not go to sleep and I finally told for the first time ever I just looked over first person I ever told was I just told my wife and I said honey what had happened to me as a child by a neighbor and you know what man you talk about freeing and I cried like a little baby and all that for a while but you know what it was something that no longer was haunting me and hurt it, it wasn't hurting me anymore it wasn't haunting me anymore See, sometimes people wear a mask to, per, to uh, persuade, to pretend, and sometimes to protect. We wear the mask of grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile, with torn and bleeding hearts we smile. We should the world be overwise in counting all our tears and cries. Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. We smile, but oh, great Christ, our cries to thee from tortured souls arise. We sing, but oh, the clay is vile beneath our feet and long the mile. But the world dream otherwise, we wear the mask. See, the Bible says in Luke 12 too, I know I told you to turn there. The Bible just simply says this, For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. I've got several other verses you're welcome to turn to, but for the sake of time, I'm going to mention them quickly. In James chapter 1, verse 20, 
tells us something that's repeated a few different times about the Word of God, and that's that the Bible is a mirror. The Bible says in James 1.22, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, which speaks of a mirror. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. So the word of God is a mirror. So when we go to God's Word, it begins to reveal some things to our hearts. And here's what we've got to make sure that we do. Don't go away the way, don't go and walk away the way that you came. Today, God's Word wants to reveal some things. He wants you to be able to look into the Word of God and see some things about yourself. How many of you love looking into a mirror? Don't raise your hand. Amen. Evan said, man, me. He does. All right. Uh, but, uh, but not many of us love looking into a mirror. How about, how about those like fluorescent lights and all that? You ever walk into a, a, one of those bathrooms somewhere in the public and you look like, oh my goodness gracious, like, like somebody needs to bury that guy, you know? He looks terrible. Um, but now some of those are things that we can't do much about. But Gunner, if you're to go look into a mirror and you're, say you come in from playing outside and you've got dirt on your face or something and your mom says, go look in the mirror. You go look in the mirror, you see that dirt on your face. Now you've got one of two options. You can clean that dirt on your face, or you can turn around and go forget, because when you got it on your face, guess what? You don't even know about it. And a lot of people choose the other option. Instead of cleaning it and getting it addressed, I'm sure these boys don't mind running around with dirt on their face. Amen? Matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it offended them that they've got to get cleaned up at all uh, to come to church, all right? But... Uh, but you know what, that's, that's how we are a lot of times. We, we want to try to wear a mask. God's Word reveals this to us, but instead of address the issue that God shows us, instead of humble ourselves before God Almighty, we'll cover it up. We'll cover it up. So God's Word is a mirror, but the Bible says something else. God's Word is a revealing light. 1 John 1, verses 5 through 7 the Bible says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light. No darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. God's Word reveals darkness. Light reveals our darkness. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. Some people prefer to go back into the darkness. But the Bible says that if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. See, God wants to walk with you. God wants to bless you. But first, you've got to come to the light. You've got to look and say, okay, God, here it is. And what's he say there? It's a great promise. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Cleanseth us from whatever it is that we have struggled with or dealt with. We, there's help to be had. There's no mask required. Matter of fact, we cannot have the walk with God that he would like us to have if we uh, have a mask on. Please, come clean today. Get the help that you need today. Secrets are walls. 
safe houses. Kind of like dark sites for Satan to work and torment in. See, the Bible talks about in 2 Corinthians chapter number 10 that we need to learn how to cast down imaginations and strongholds. Did you know that within your mind, within your life, Satan can set up strongholds? He can have fortresses, fortresses within your life, within your mind. And I'm telling you, there is no greater mortar, there's no greater stones in with which to build these strongholds as there are secrets. Secrets, darkness, the things that we keep hidden. Oh, my friend, the devil hides behind those things. The devil has a field day in those things. Gets kind of uncomfortable, don't it? I don't want to bring this to light. Again, remember what I said. You know what it starts with? Bring it to light before God. Remember the verse we read? He sees it anyway. See, that's the problem with wearing a mask. A lot of times we start off wearing a mask because I'm trying to trick you. But before long, I start to trick myself. And pretty soon, I'm trying to trick God. You know how I know that? Because I've experienced it. I mean, listen, we try to trick other people. We end up deceiving ourselves. We end up trying to deceive this wonderful God, this wonderful Savior that loved us so much that He went to an old rugged cross and died for our sins, rose again the third day so that He could have fellowship with us. Uh, but we, we can't have that fellowship if we're hiding in the darkness. Scripture tells us that God knows us better than we know ourselves. He made us. I'm glad that we have a Creator today who knows our hurt. He knows our confusion. He knows our guilt. He knows our shame. Trying to pretend that we have it all under control is useless. Come to God broken. He'll put you back together again. Quit trying to hold it together because eventually you're going to fall apart. He knows about our imperfections. He knows all about the sin that we're guilty of. The sin. Uh, uh, he knows all about the frustrated and angry uh, attitudes we have toward ourselves. And only when we take off the mask and be honest, with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ can healing begin to take place several things here quickly a mask prevents us from being honest with ourselves I mentioned that already if we are not honest with ourselves we are stuck that's the problem with the mask by the way is once you choose to wear the mask a lot of times you'll get stuck with the image that you choose you can't ever change it without someone noticing you ever know somebody that's just fake? They try to wear too many different masks. Other people just know, have learned how to wear the same mask all the time. But others, thank God, have learned to take that mask off. Uh, is it really, do you really want to live your life with a mask on, stuck with all your struggles and imperfections? So wearing a mask hurts us. Wearing the mask affects our relationship with others. Before 
Adam and Eve sinned, they lived with no secrets. But sin entered in, and they hid from They hid the honest and open thoughts of each other. Once we start hiding from each other, the relationship will deteriorate. We cannot have a strong marriage if we're wearing masks. We need to understand that the mask is affecting you in more ways than you realize. It keeps you from enjoying a real friendship. It keeps you from having a real marriage. It keeps you from having the kind of relationship with your children that you desire. It's preventing you from being able to benefit from your relationships at the church. Um, wearing the mask affects our relationship with God. The word, the word hid means to draw back from, to conceal information so that it may not be known. The mask deceives us into thinking it's better if we hide from God. See, we wear the mask to church because we're afraid of being discovered by God for who we really are. But I mean, I've already said this, but we wear the mask because we don't realize how much God really loves us. The only reason we wear masks is you just don't realize how much God loves you. He made you. He knows you with all your faults, with all your imperfections. He wants to help you. We are so good at masking our hurt, masking our deception, that sometimes it can get to the point to where nobody even knows who we really even are. I believe this happens with, I believe this happens with people. I believe people get to where they don't know who they are. And therefore, their marriages, their relationships are shot. See, the problem with wearing a mask is when we're not real with God, with ourselves, and with others, when we're trying to hide who we really are, we're operating in the dark, as I've already mentioned. I want to close this morning considering a very good example of some people that were wearing a mask. Not on their face, but they were wearing a covering. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 6 through 11, we see Adam and Eve. And it's, it's a familiar story in Genesis chapter number 3. The Bible says that Eve was tempted to take the fruit from Satan. She believed the lie. And in verse 6 of Genesis 3, the Bible says, And when, when the woman saw the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, the light, the mirror, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And God said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded that thou shouldest not eat? And of course, that's exactly what uh, took place. Now, think about the closing of this. What had... What made a poor decision. 
That decision led them into sin. The moment they sinned, they lost their innocence. They were there in the garden naked. And nakedness is an interesting thing, isn't it? As much as people try to normalize nakedness, I think in most cultures there's still something about what it means to be naked. Now, isn't it something, you know, that they say like the dreams, the dreams. Anybody ever have the dreams that you, that you go back to school and, and you're there at school and all of a sudden you look down and you're naked? <laughs> Somebody says, you're weird. <laughs> if you hadn't figured that out already, uh, just, to, just remove all doubt. And honestly, I don't think I have uh, many dreams myself like that. Uh, but, I, but I know that those are common dreams of just being naked out somewhere because the idea is, is that somewhere, somewhere subconsciously you have an insecurity. Somewhere subconsciously that's coming out in your dream. Because nakedness speaks more than just nudity. They were nude, but it also has other meanings such as feeling exposed open, feeling totally open for everyone to see. It can't even have an idea of destitute. There's nothing to cover you. So Adam and Eve decided to pretend. They decided to sew fig leaves together. They decided to make a covering. They covered up. But see, i got to say this again about the mask part. Please let this get into your mind. There was a day coming. There was a time coming. In verse number 8, where they were going to be standing before God. Okay? So they go sow these fig leaves together, and they, 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 they know that God's coming because we put together from this that it was a regular thing for the presence of God to come walk with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day. So they had to assume that time was coming, and when they heard the voice of God, they went and hid. They were already covered up, but as they were sewing those fig leaves together, I wonder if they were thinking, <laughs> it reminds me, ain't it fun to be a kid? And you kids are really smart a lot of times, but sometimes your kids can be a little dumb. I know because I was a kid once. That makes me think of my nephew, the funniest thing ever. Uh, my, my, my sister was on uh, the other end of the house when my older nephew, Aaron, began to holler. They were just little guys. They were maybe, they were maybe a little younger than these two. And, uh, but they were right about the same age. And the older one says, Mom! And uh, she runs into the bedroom, and the water bed is shooting water out of it. You 80s and 90s people know what a water, water bed is, okay? But a water bed, water shooting out of there. And she said, what happened? And uh, Aaron said, Corey did it. Corey's standing there with a knife like this. <laughs> you know, and I mean, because that's the kind of things that kids do. But I wonder if Adam and Eve were sewing those together and thinking, I wonder if God will notice. You know, I mean, because we can all be a little dumb sometimes, to be honest, in y'all's defense. Uh, we can all be that way. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is they, they, they were going to stand before God. Will you pause for one moment and think about that? One day, stand before God Almighty. No mask. No covering. God is going to see everything. 
So God comes talking to them, and they wanted to go hide. But they couldn't bring themselves to admit it. They, they, they kept uh, doing But you know, here's the great thing about God. Let me tell you something about God today. God came, and He didn't come stomping in that garden. You parents know how to do that, don't you? They're going to hear, slam the door when he walked in. Okay! I'm glad God's not like that. Uh, he came in and he said, uh, where are you, Adam? By the way, again, one of the few things about being a kid, Adam was like this to God. Am I hidden from you? That's about as hidden as we could ever be from God. It's like a kid, you know. They cover their eyes. They don't think you can see them. And God's out there, and I can see him just like looking over here. You know, there's Sissy sitting there. Where are you, Sissy? I don't see you. I know she was right there. God knew exactly where Adam was at. But he came out there calling for the Lord. Or calling for Adam, looking for Adam, seeking Adam out. See, today we try to hide from God, not realizing that that mask is preventing from getting out there and walking with God again. You know what God wants? He wants us to be able to walk with Him. But we hide, and it prevents us from walking with God. He wants to fellowship with us. Jesus said on two different occasions, I'm come to seek and to save that which was lost. I've not come to condemn the world, He says in John 3, but I've come that the world through me might be saved. See, the mask you're wearing is separating you from God's love and His best for your life. Adam found safety among the trees, but he was willing, but was he willing to find it, find out that there was a better way? Because that's what hiding does and masking, it feels safe. We hide, it gives us a sense of safety. It gives us a sense of security. Because I want to tell you today, I want to encourage you and ask you, do you have the do you have the courage today to take off your mask? Do you have the courage today to come out from behind the trees as Adam and Eve did? You know, it's a pretty amazing thing when we think about this. They needed a covering now. But you know what God wants to do? He wants to cover you in His grace. If you read on in Genesis chapter number 3, you'll find out that He says this. You'll find out that He says, okay, those fig leaves aren't good enough, but the Bible says God, gave, God made them clothes of leather. He made them clothes. The first, uh, can, you, can you imagine design clothes? God said, that's not good enough, but here's something I want to supply, provide for you. I told you they were leather. That means the animal had to die. That means blood had to be shed. But here's the point. You come out and let God cover you properly with His grace, with His love, with His mercy, with His security. See, vulnerability requires security. Security ultimately comes from God. When we pick up the Bible, it is God's conversation. He wants to fellowship with you. Because we have so many... We have no fear of transparency. We can lay down the mask. And as we all stand, the closing comments, I've said this already, but secrecy is the power of fear. 
addiction and sin. Will you be honest this morning? Are you wearing a mask? Isn't it time that you asked Jesus to help you take it off? Isn't it time that you asked Him to forgive you of the things you've been so desperately trying to hide? Come clean. Be open. Again, you, you, you don't have to get up here in front of this whole church. There's not that there's not a time that may call for that. But you need to get right before God. You and Him. You and Him.